Welcome to News Fix, where we spend hours going through the news so you don't have to. This is not usually a sports roundup, but today's News Fix might just feel like one. Manchester United player Mason Greenwood arrested on suspicion of rape and assault. Nadal makes a stunning comeback for an historic victory, and Ericsson could be set to return to the Premier League. It's Monday, January 31st. Here's your News Fix. Manchester United footballer Mason Greenwood has been arrested on suspicion of rape and assault. He has also been suspended from the football club until further notice. What's the background here? On Sunday, a woman posted images and a video of injuries to her Instagram account, alleging Greenwood was responsible. The woman also uploaded an audio clip reportedly of Greenwood pressuring her to have sex with him. As The Telegraph pointed out, the content appears to show her, quote, bleeding from the mouth, bruised and being threatened after refusing to consent to sex. Within hours, the social media content was deleted, but police took a statement from the woman and Greenwood was subsequently arrested. Based on multiple media reports, it is understood he remains in custody. And in the newsletter, we've included a link to what we found to be the most informative article we have found on this story. Now, tennis star Rafael Nadal has won the Australian Open and become the first male tennis player in history to ever win 21 Grand Slams. In a thrilling game, Nadal came back from two sets down to defeat Daniil Medvedev. As BBC Sport pointed out, the victory came months after Nadal feared a foot injury would stop him playing again. Soon after the victory, Roger Federer went viral for his reaction. He said, quote, Your incredible work ethic, dedication and fighting spirit are an inspiration to me and countless others around the world. I am proud to share this era with you and honoured to have played a role in pushing you to achieve more as you have done for me the past 18 years. For further context, this win was so significant because prior to this tournament, Nadal, Federer and Djokovic had all won 20 Grand Slams. Now in Portugal, an election saw the country's centre-left Prime Minister return to power in a surprise victory. Prime Minister Antonio Costa won an outright majority in the snap election, something that was not indicated in recent polls. Prior to the vote, Costa had even expressed his understanding of the need to work with like-minded parties in a coalition. The background here is that the election was called in December when the coalition government led by Costa collapsed in a dispute over the 2022 budget. Now changing their tune, Spotify are to introduce a COVID-19 advisory on any podcast that discusses the pandemic. Why? This comes amid a recent fallout over several discussions on Joe Rogan's podcast series. Rogan has repeatedly been accused of spreading, quote, misleading and inaccurate claims about vaccines and the virus. Last week, singer Neil Young asked Spotify to remove his music from the platform over it, which was soon followed by Joni Mitchell. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex are also understood to have expressed their concerns about misinformation to the platform. For context here, the Joe Rogan experience, for anyone that's unaware, is a podcast exclusively held on Spotify. As CNN noted, it is the platform's most successful podcast, both in the US and the UK. In 2021, for example, the podcast was downloaded 190 million times per month. The deal with Spotify in 2020 was reportedly worth around $100 million. Now, a story we're keeping an eye on, Sky Sports has reported Christian Eriksen is close to signing a deal to join Brentford. The reported deal comes seven months after Eriksen collapsed during the Euros last summer after suffering a cardiac arrest on the pitch. Now, if you watch one thing today, let it be this. With all eyes on Ukraine, there was an unexpected issue for Russia last week, and it came from Ireland. The Russian army was planning to carry out military exercises off the coast of Ireland this week, but fishermen pushed back, citing concerns over the impact to stock. We've included a link to the piece by CNN, which was done by Donny O'Sullivan in the newsletter. 
the best part of it is Dhoni asking one of the fishermen, when you went into the Russian ambassador, what did you say to him? And the man responds, well, first of all, we gave him some prawns. It's actually a lovely TV package and well worth the watch. Now, Sunday marked 50 years since Bloody Sunday, one of the darkest days during the Troubles in Northern Ireland. A journalist with the Irish Examiner, Aoife Moore, wrote a powerful piece about her uncle who was killed that day. We've linked to it in the newsletter and it's got the headline, Choosing Not to Hate Over Bloody Sunday As Hate Eats at Your Heart. In the newsletter this morning, we've also included a link to our Instagram explainer, which we uploaded yesterday, which runs through exactly what happened on Bloody Sunday and in the years after. And lastly, today marks 15 years since Joe Biden announced he was running for president for the second time. As you'll know, Barack Obama went on to win that election with Biden as his vice president. That's today's fix. Have a great day.